So, first off, thank Christ, if you believe in that prick, that I have a company card that covers most things um, in terms of my job and gas. Um, hey, Bello, you want to fucking itch yourself somewhere else? God damn it, the guy's fucking pounding the floor like he's tap dancing. Yeah, relax, guy. So, thank Christ that my company covers most of the expenses um, dealing with work. Like, they covered gas. If and when I get promoted to a position where I have to, like, drive more, they cover my car. They give me, like, 500 bucks a month. I mean, it's really, really solid shit. But one of the things... <coughs> four weeks. Uh, one of the things they cover is... Which they fucking should, are office supplies. Like, I have to, I have to make these things called... Um, well, these things called... I don't make binders, and it's for one of our products that um, when they're in the private office of a doctor, it has all the information they could ever need about the product. It's like all the licenses, the liability, how to bill, how many fucking units they could use per week, uh, an application log, all this kind of shit. So I have to make these binders. In doing so, I have to print out a bunch of shit, a lot of color, um... Also, buying the fucking binder itself. Bello, can you shut the fuck up? I don't know if you can hear him. He sounds like a goddamn pig getting jerked off right now. Will you calm down? Fuck me. So, I have to print out a bunch of shit. Are you privy to these printing companies and how much money they make on these cocksucking fucking ink cartridges? Holy shit. They loop you in by selling you a somewhat affordable product that is the printer. And then, as soon as you start using the printer, guess what? Pretty fucking quickly, the ink starts running out. Isn't that fun? The ink just runs out very, very quickly. So fast. And then when you're like, oh, shit, well, you know, the printer's only $300. That's not too bad. Oh, paper's kind of like, you know, kind of expensive. But, uh... And then you go to get your fucking first ink exchange. Uh-oh. Well, I, print I printed, like... Four pieces of paper with color, and now I'm already out of it. Oh, that's like all right. Well, I guess I'll just go to Staples and get some more ink. All of a sudden, eighty-five dollars later on a fucking standard ink cartridge, and you're in the hole. Almost a hundred fucking dollars. It's almost a third of the cost of the goddamn printer. How does that make sense? Some fucking Chinese kid in a building with no windows is fucking hammering plastic together, putting a printer together, Epson. And then, that's $300. An ink cartridge is 85 So thank God my company will cover office supplies and, sh and such, which they fucking should, because the only thing I'm reason I'm printing is fucking these fucking binders. Hey, Bello, you got to shut the fuck up, dude. You got to shut the fuck up. What are we doing here? God damn it. Oh, my God. So <clears throat> thank God the company covers the ink. I go to Staples to get more because I've, I've printed a couple of fucking things. All of a sudden, the, the ink's all streaky and shit. $85 down the drain. I go to check out. Sir, do you have a Staples number? No. Would you like to sign up for one? I'd rather eat shit and die. Let's fucking go. Okay. Um, and would you like to sign up for our printing rewards? Nope. But I'm sure you're going to explain it to me anyway. I am. So basically what happens, sir, is when you uh, purchase an ink cartridge, if you bring it back, what we'll do is we'll recycle that for you. Mm-hmm. And then 
we will give you $2 off your next ink cartridge. Pretty, uh, pretty good, huh? Uh, Wow, holy shit, Jordan Belfort, you fucking sold me on that. I'm going to give you my fucking phone number, my email, get all your bullshit fucking information sent to me without me wanting it just to sign up for this fucking thing. So that way, next time I buy an $85 ink cartridge, it's only 83 How about you beat it, bag my fucking ink cartridge, and let me go fuck myself in the parking lot. And welcome to the podcast, folks. This is Just Count to 10. I am your host, Vinny Falcone, and this is the Anger Management Podcast that won't help you with your anger. No, 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 no. We'll just get angered together. Sorry for the uh, introduction, uh, being so interrupted by Bello and his fucking itching attack. God damn, this guy's a fucking... Just a, oh, a pillow with legs that is a genetic mistake. Love him to death. Got a big old cock on him. Great set of balls. But boy, when he gets into his itching fit, yeah, you, you prick, you are just so noisy and loud. Especially at 3 o'clock in the morning when I'm trying to sleep. And you're itching and you keep me in Zoe awake the whole goddamn night. And her and I have to get up because we have jobs and are members of society. But guess what? You can just sleep all day. Yeah, walk away, prick. Walk away, you cocksucker guy can't handle the truth yeah so how about that isn't that just completely idiotic you sell a product that's about 300 maybe 400 dollars depending on what the, the printer you get or cheaper 125 you can get some fucking epsons uh, or some cannons for like 125 on amazon and then guess what when the ink runs out which it will run out very quick folks it'll it'll it'll, it'll run out very quickly on you when the ink runs out you're basically buying a product that is ex- that is as expensive as the product you bought, and it is, is a continuous, repetitious purchase you will have to make, so that way the product you bought is even functioning. That is just com- that is just capitalism at its finest. And listen, I'm not anti-capitalist. All right, I wear Nikes, I drink fucking Starbucks, I buy cock rings. But what really grinds my gears, takes the blood out of my boner is the fact that it is just becoming ridiculous to live. Ridiculous to live. Now, luckily, my job pays for this shit. But what if I was a fucking college student? Or uh, I was working for a company where, let's say, it would be going above and beyond to print something out for your clients and give them a fucking piece of paper and a fucking rim job or something. And you're going through ink like once a month, this cartridge once a month. That's basically, let's just call it ninety bucks a month. That's that's more than a most gyms cost. So now you're an employee. You're going above and beyond to print out something for your client. Let's say it's a fucking get well soon card or a fucking flyer that says, "Hey, you got AIDS." Whatever the case may be, you're doing that once a month. You're exchanging the ink cartridge. That's ninety dollars a month. You could get a fucking. 24-hour fitness memberships where you can work out at any 24-hour fitness in the country for like 60 bucks, but you're spending 90 on ink because these cocksuckers have done their little scheming, plotting, and fucking skewing at the corporate level to be like, hey, listen, 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 listen. Let's sell these poor pricks trying to get by barely a product that at first glance is very manageable and obtainable. But then we do the old bait and switch, pull down their pants, have them grab their ankles, and we fuck them balls deep by having them buy ink once a month. That's 90 fucking dollars. And then Staples 
has the balls to be like, well, we got a great deal for you that if you sign up, give us your uh, your email and your phone number, we swear we won't text you or email daily, and then when you click unsubscribe, just uh, weirdly enough, it never unsubscribes. The next time you come in and just give us the cartridge, we'll give you $2 for it. First off, quit wasting my fucking time. $2 off, please. How about you just give me a fucking stick of bubble gum and a slap on the ass? $2, first off, fucking beat it. Second off, you don't think I know that when you quote-unquote recycle it, you kick it back to these ink places and you get a ton of fucking money by giving them back probably the majority of their overhead when it comes to selling the ink cartridge, which is the plaque, uh, the plastic cartridge itself. On an $85 ink cartridge, they're probably making like $82, maybe possibly more. How much is ink in a piece of plastic? They're probably, it probably cost them, I watch, I watch Shark Tank, I hear the fucking margins. It probably cost them $1.86 to make this fucking thing. They have a fucking 800% profit on this. These slimy little cocksuckers. We just live in a world that if you're not at the top, folks, hate to break it to you, you're at the bottom. It's just an absolute joke. But how are you, folks? I hate to, uh, you know, get on that topic for too long, but I mean, that just really fucking grinds my gears. So um, it is, let's see, it is 6.30 p.m. on Thursday, the 25th. I had to get up at 6 a.m. on the 26th, yeah, today's the 25th, on the 26th, to go to Cancun for my buddy Aaron's bachelor party. You're probably thinking, oh my god, you lucky cocksucker. Yeah, well, pump the brakes, guy. I gotta fly to Cancun, Friday to Monday. Pretty quick turnaround for a four and a half hour fucking flight. I'm dropping about a G on this trip, and an all-inclusive that looks like fucking Shawshank, okay, because it's all we could afford. Then, in February, from the 19th to the 23rd, I gotta fly to fucking Nashville for a conference. But wait, there's more! Then, on the fucking 29th of February to, like, the 5th of March, I fly to the Dominican Republic for four days for Aaron's wedding. Wait, wait, Vinny, he's doing a fucking destination wedding and a destination bachelor party? Yeah! Now, I love the guy to death. He's one of my best friends. One of my best friends for sure. And it's like, the destination wedding is really what's put me in the hole. I was able to save a little bit of fucking scratch this year, and then all of a sudden, boom, fucking 2500 down the drain for this fucking wedding. And then it's like, you're also going to have a destination bachelor party. Now, I get it. Technically, we are going to spend less money going to Mexico. Because, although, because basically, we have, we'd have to fly anywhere we go in the States, obviously, right? There's the flight, regardless of where we're going. Unless it was in, you know, fucking Palm Springs, which is a great spot. I would have to fly. I could just drive. Or Arizona, I could just drive. Or fucking, you know, whatever. Vegas, fucking my ass, you know. So, but the thing where it makes sense is once we get to the location, it's a peso, not a dollar, right? Because even if we get to Arizona, we're paying for the Airbnb, we're paying American dollars for booze and food and all that kind of good shit. So I, I, I get his reasoning with wanting to go to 
to Cancun, but God damn it, is it just draining all the fucking money I'm trying to save for my own goddamn wedding, for my own fucking walk down the aisle, for my own butt plugging, you know what I mean? So, whatever, it is what it is. So, I go to Cancun tomorrow, I come back Monday, uh, it should be fun, but it's just, I, I gotta, I gotta go to LAX tomorrow I crack ass early I gotta get on a fucking flight four and a half hours I gotta land I gotta go through fucking customs I gotta take a shuttle hopefully my buddy Mike we're sharing a room he didn't sign us up for the hotel shuttle when we first signed up and you have to sign out sign up a week in advance he didn't know that so now we're fucked so I may either have to bribe the shuttle guy or I have to take a $120 fucking taxi to this fucking place where the shuttle from the hotel would only be an extra $8 charge on the room. But now I'm gonna I'm getting fucked. So it's just like, I almost want to send Mike a fucking Venmo for half the ta- taxi. Hey, you fucked up. You didn't get us the fucking shuttle. And I got to pay $120 out of my own fucking pocket for the taxi, you prick. So we're playing golf on Saturday. That should be fun. Um, so I'm sure I'll have a ton of fucking... T- stories about Mexico and traveling and all that kind of fun stuff. I'm not bringing my good watch. I'm bringing my shitty one. I'm not I'm not wearing my fucking necklace. I'm bringing one credit card and $300 and that's it. I'm not fucking around with this place because God forbid we get off the beaten path and then some chick charges for a bottle of water. All of a sudden a bottle of water is $2,000 and we don't want to pay $2,000 for a bottle of water so she calls the fucking policia and the policia are on the fucking take from the cartel, and all of a sudden they fucking want to take us or give us our debit card so they can clean us out because we didn't pay for this two thousand dollar bottle of water. I'm telling you, these scams are scams are left and right at this place. I'm not bringing my debit card. I'm only bringing my Amex because God forbid if something happens, Amex hopefully is a stand up kind of company. That'll be like, oh, yeah, they fucked you. All right, listen, we'll claw back all the money, but a beep and a boob will give you a card and fucking, you know, no harm, no foul. So anyway, I got that shit going on. And uh, yeah, so, but anyway, how's your week been? How you doing? How's your mother? How's your father? Good to see you. Good to hear from you. All right. So the gym that I go to, which has been a scene, crime scene for many weeks now, because it just seems like $25 a month is... uh. $25 a month. <laughs> Vinny, what do you mean? Well, you get what you pay for. Good help ain't cheap, and cheap help ain't good. So, the latest... Actually, there's two things about fucking Speakeasy this episode. So, the latest with Speakeasy is um, about... I think it was a week and a half ago at this point. At least a week and a half ago, if not possibly two weeks ago. So, this is my whole... This is my my routine. I get to the gym... I check in, but be boop, I scan my thing. I go, I do my cardio, I come down, I stretch out, I do my lift. Then after my lift, I go into the bathroom, I wash my hands because I'm not a fucking animal. I take a piss, I wash them again, and then I go into the sauna. Right now, what they, what you guys, you guys are a smart bunch. What is a uh, pivotal part of the hand washing experience cycle? If you will, step by step, what's a what's a pretty what's a pretty important step? Hmm? I would say it's the application of of soap, right? Okay, so they they always have soap. That's a good thing. 
Um, it is hot water. Yes, good, good, good. Hot water. Why, why hot water? That's right. W-U-D-D-E-R, you fucking prick. Why hot water? Because it kills germs better than cold water? <laughs> you got it. Now, out of the three sinks that they have in the gym, how many sinks do you think has hot water? Um, Three of them? Because you should have hot water in the bathroom? <laughs> no, you stupid fuck. I thought you were a smart bunch. I guess you're not. Only one sink, 33%, one out of three. Fuck me. You know what I mean? So one sink has hot water. It's the middle sink. And 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 what what is what, what's another pivotal step of the hand washing process? Almost the, the last step. Actually, it is the last step. Yes, drying your hands somehow, some way, right? Now, preferably in, in, in my experience, I like a paper towel because I'm a fucking adult and I can manage how many paper towels I use and then also make sure the paper towel finds its way to the uh, respective receptacle. Or another way, which is not my favorite, but at least a way to dry my hands would be an air dryer. That's right. Now, they have an air dryer, which I fucking hate because although the gym floor and the weights are clean, the bathroom is becoming a fucking cesspool, a petri dish, if you will. And there's a fu- it's a white wall, and on the wall, under the uh, hand washer, uh, under the dr- uh, fucking air blower, is stains from dirty water on people's hands spraying the wall, or clean water for that matter, spraying the wall, staying on the wall, oxidizing, and turning into a fucking gooky, disgusting bullshit, right? Well, I go in there about a week and a half ago to two weeks, and there's a fucking laminated sign on the blow dryer, the air dryer, that says, we're aware this is broken. We've already taken steps to fixing it. Ah, okay. Well, they're aware of the problem. They've even made a sign indicating their knowledge of it. And it seems like they're on the track to getting it fixed, which would probably be reaching out to a company that specializes in fixing blow dryers, air dryers, whatever the fuck, hand dryer. And it should be resolved, I would say, within 48 to 72 hours. One would one would hope, one would guess, one would think. Well, yeah. Well, we are 10 to 14 days out from my initial run-in. With said broken hand dryer. Now Bello's gagging. Bello, I'm going to break your fucking legs. Do you think it's fixed? <laughs> That's right. You guys are you guys are catching on. No, it's not fixed. 14 days into a broken hand dryer, and it is still not fucking fixed. So what are we all doing? We're just... We're, we're going. We're, we're washing our hands. Then we're doing, like, the shake. So now I got now I to I gotta dodge water particles off people's hands like I'm fucking Neo in the Matrix. He is the chosen one. No, I just don't want to get fucking your water dick fucking juice hands on my fucking face. I'm dodging people shaking their hands like a, like a kid on a, on a playground forced to wash his hands after he put his finger in his asshole. Okay? Or we're all doing the, the wipe on the shirt. Oh, that's fun. Isn't that fucking great? Or maybe you, you do the wipe on the shirt, you do the shake off, but really, is it is it as efficient as paper towel or a, the assistance of a hand dryer? No, it's not. So now, now what? Now I'm thinking about all the fucking guys who are doing a half-ass watch, 
wash because half the guys actually no maybe 75 percent of the guys that i see wash their hands they're not choosing that middle sink they're not choosing the hot water they're choosing the sink left and the sink on the right the cold water so not only are they barely using soap if anything they're just sprinkling their hands with cold water okay doing a shake and then they're going out onto the gym floor and they're using all the equipments with damp moist piss-stained, possibly shit-stained hands. If these are basic fucking skill sets, can we not have a fucking hand dryer that works, Bello? Can we not have a hand dryer that works? What the fuck are we doing? You have so many members here. And although it's a fucking cheap rate of $25 a month, that should add up to where you could get a fucking... I, honestly, it's it's to the point now where I'm going to be that annoying. See, now I understand the people who are like older and they go up to like the place on the counter and you're scanning in and you see this old person go, excuse me, yeah, hand, blow dryer, hand dryer, still broken, it's been about a month. What, what's going on with that? When I was younger, I'd be like, get a fucking life. Who gives a shit? Dry your hands on your shirt. Now? Now when I see the way the world works and I have my own job and all that kind of stuff and I have my own responsibilities I have to fucking take care of. Now, now I, I, I see why you go up to the person at the front desk and you go, hey, pal, we've been doing the old fucking shake off drying the shirt thing for about a month and a half now. What the fuck is going on with this blow dryer? Huh? What, what, what are we doing with this thing? How long does it take you to fix this fucking thing? Because guess what? Today, I went there. Or no, yesterday, I went there. Well, I went, I went both days. But I, I realized that yesterday, the hand dryer is completely off the wall now. It used to be on the wall with the sign that says, Hey, we're aware of the issue. And we've taken steps to solving it. It used to be that sign on the dryer. Now the, the thing is completely off the fucking wall. So where are we going with this one? So when I come back from Mexico and when I go to that gym, if it's still fucking broken, I'm going to be a little cunt. I'm going to go up to the front desk my way out and be like, hey, what's the deal with the fucking blow dryer? What What, what do you mean? What, what do I mean? And then they got to they gotta make you explain it in front of everybody. They got to make you into the jerk off when really they're the fucking jerk off. Guys, why are you making me the problem? Okay. Why are you making me the problem? I'm just trying to dry my hands off in my own fucking gym. The steam room has been broken since I've been here. It's been fucking, what, six months, okay? The, the shitters look like we're in prison. No one in their right mind would shower here unless they want to lose a fucking toe from fungus, okay? The only thing keeping you guys afloat is the low gym costs and all these fucking chicks with fat asses who have OnlyFans. They're doing RDLs. With a fucking tripod set up. And they're trying to spread the cheeks on purpose. That's all you got going for yourself. Whores. And inexpensive monthly dues. Okay. When one of those goes. I gotta be honest. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to fucking stay here. For longer. You know what I mean? Yeah. But speaking kind of about. Um, you know. A topic of discussion quite frequently on this podcast is like I, I, I mentioned, you know, we abide by societal norms and da 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 and ba da ba da boo. One thing that I heard, so I listened to P. Corielli and P. Um, P. Corielli and Sebastian Mascalco's podcast, the Pete and Sebastian show, right? 
and one of the things that they were mentioning on their podcast was how they kind of like would be okay with a Chinese social credit system to an extent, of course, right? And I got to be honest, they were making some good points, and it's kind of what I've been saying. And if you listen to Luke's podcast, <clears throat> Live from the 405, he mentions a lot of the same shit. I mean, not, not to mention this whole podcast is basically a derivative of, of his podcast. Um, or I mentioned the same shit as him, I should say. About just, like, we, Luke and I share the inconvenience of not wanting to inconvenience other people. We we are overly cognizant of the fact of how people are experiencing us, how we are impeding on other people. And not many people care to share the same sentiments of inconvenience or just like, hey. <laughs> Maybe you don't listen to fucking EDM music on speakerphone in the sauna whenever else is just trying to fucking relax. You know what I mean? Little shit like that, right? And there's been so many instances that I've mentioned on this podcast of like, can you believe they did this? Can you believe they did that? Can you believe... I gotta be honest, a little social credit system to a certain extent wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. You're in a movie, you keep fucking talking, you keep taking your phone out so there's this big, bright fucking spotlight in front of your face that's distracting while I'm trying to watch the movie, you're talking, Right? Well, maybe, you know, word gets out. You're not you're not good in movies. You're interfering with the with with, with other people enjoying this movie cuz you're here. So guess what? Demerit. Guess what? For a month you can't go to the fucking movies. Right? Or 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 maybe you got to take training on how to be in a fucking movie, right? Let's say at a restaurant Someone's rude to a waitress or a waiter for no fucking reason, right? Hey, guess what, pal? Word got out. Eh. You can't eat here no more, okay? Looks like you're packing lunch for the next month because they complained about you. The system looked into it, and guess what? You're a fucking asshole. You treat waiters and waitresses like shit. You can't eat in a restaurant for a month. We, I think we, hey, Hollywood rides, you fucking motherless fucks. Word got out that you can't uh, stay in the confines of your own parking lot when it comes to harboring your vehicles for sale. Well, you got to shut down for a month. For a month, you can't turn a profit. I mean, this is stuff that I'm kind of on board with. You know what I mean? Now, there's our discretionary things. Like, if you're jaywalking, you shouldn't get in trouble for that. That's like fucking Chinese stuff. If you're jaywalking, you should get in trouble for that. Um, you know, if it's not a big inconvenience on someone, well, what's a big inconvenience? It seems like an inconvenience for you is anything that is specifically inconvenient to you and not the rest of the world. Well, we, we would get together and we would vote on it. We would decide what is inconvenient. What should we do about this? But honestly, I'm on board with the whole social credit system to a certain extent. Aren't you? Wouldn't it be nice if there were like specific ramifications that could occur based off of very specific behavior? In very specific settings. Like for instance. There's a Trader Joe's. Right, right, right next to me. And it's always a problem pulling in. Because people when they pull in. They stop immediately. To try to see if there's a spot to their right. But what they would negate to realize is. When they just stop as soon as they pull in. Everyone else on this 
minuscule, just 30 second green arrow to pull in. Everyone else's ass is now hanging out into Ventura Boulevard. You've got to get all the way into the parking lot and look from the back to the front. I know you want to park here. I know it's the first spot when you park, pull in, but you've got to go all the way in so that way the maximum amount of cars on that just tiny, short, really just barely a fucking green arrow, as many cars can get into the parking lot as possible. And we don't just leave our fucking asses out. So my point is, hey, let's say you pull into the Trader Joe's parking lot and just you just continuously fuck other people over by wanting to get your perfect spot. And you're not thinking of the, the greater good. You're not thinking of the greater good. Guess what? No TJs for you, pal. You know? Oh, great example. You go to the express checkout. 15 items or less. You see some fucking whore with clearly 35 items. And the cashier don't want to say anything because they just want to fucking get this over with. But you, you clock them. 15 or less. That's 35. You miserable fucking bitch. You send a notification in. All of a sudden, they look at their phone. They look around. Who the fuck ratted me out? I did. Looks like you're not going to TJ's for a little bit, bitch. Social credit system. 15 items or less means 15 or less. Oh, you got 35. I'm on board. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. You know what I mean? But that's just me. Also, think of your own kind of situations that you would like. Hey, Vinny, I would like if people, when they, when they did this, we fucking did that. You know what I mean? Vinny, I would like if you got to a, a coffee counter and you ordered, uh, if you took forever to order because you're asking too many fucking questions. What is, what is a frappuccino? What's a cappuccino? And how much milk exactly is in it? And what is the difference between a cappuccino and a latte? Because aren't they both coffee drinks with milk? What exact? Google it, bitch. And I'll, we'll see you in a month because guess what? You fucking exceeded the amount of time it should take you to order a drink. So, boom, looks like you're getting a fucking Mr. Coffee and be brewing that shit at home with some Folgers. You know what I mean? So, anyway, that's just... I, I, I'm on board. I like it. I'm a fan of it. I think it'd be good for us. I think I think it'd be good for people to get a little bit of a fucking, you know, pep under the step and be like, hey, listen, I gotta fucking get my shit together because... Now there's ramifications. Wouldn't that be nice? Ramifications? Okay, listen, folks. I have a short episode for you. I apologize. I mean, not really much has happened. Um, so it might only be like a fucking 40-minute episode. But I guess that's still decent, I guess. It's okay. Um, <clears throat> all right, so we'll end it with a food review. Yeah. So this week's food review... It actually happened a couple weeks ago, but we're going to say it this week. So, Pat, my buddy Pat, was raving about an Italian market he went to called Monte Carlo. It's in Burbank. It's been there for like fucking 60 years. It's been there for so long, they have their own parking lot. Is that really impressive? In LA, if you have your own parking lot, holy shit, yeah. It's big news. Big talk of the town. People are are gossiping about your fucking parking spaces. It's it's a big deal. So he goes, listen, I, w- I want to brace you. I've only been to the market because I had to get like you know flour for pasta. Um, but the market's great. They got a deli. He's like, I personally tried their pastries. The pastries are off the fucking charts. Um, but there was like a restaurant portion where they have like some sandwiches and some pizzas and some lasagnas. I haven't tried it. But 
based off my experience of the market, could be good, should be good, might be good. I go, all right, let's go. So two weekends ago on Saturday, my cheat day, I go, Patty Pipes, let's fucking go to Burbank, Monte Carlo, check this place out. I walk in, it's great. Got they got the, the the there's a there's two sides of it. The left side is the restaurant, the right side is the market. The market's got a ton of imported shit. It's great. Roasted red peppers, pasta, um like specific Hey Bella babe, you, you gotta watch out, honey, okay? Just sit down, you fucker. You're really ruining this episode. I hate to break it to you. But people are talking about you. You you you're 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 fucking up. So a bunch of twi- uh, important stuff. The deli is good. It looks a little too like too many American cold cuts. Not enough like Italian stuff, but pretty good. And then the pastries look fucking decadent. But first things first. We pop over to the restaurant. Now, automatic uh, immediately, I am not a big fan of the of of this restaurant looking. It's like a little, I would say like a five by seven square. That's a cafeteria style. They have a ton of stuff that's like room temp, just like sitting, fucking chilling. They got lasagna that looks like fucking Chef Boyardee made it. They got cold cuts. They got um, and they got a, a pizza, right? So, me and Pat are like, all right, we're looking at the board. I go, you want to split a sandwich and a and a pie? He's like, perfect. I go, what's the Monte Carlo special or something? He's like, I have no idea. It just says Monte Carlo, Monte Monte Carlo special on the board. I'm like, let's see what that is, and let's get a let's get a fucking just a cheese pie, just basic bare bones cheese pie, right? He's like, all right. Guy comes up, hola. I'm like, oh, uh, hola, oh shit. Am I already in fucking Cancun or am I in California, America? Hola. I mean, not even fucking Italian, Spanish. I mean, what the fuck. What the fuck? I'm like, oh, hola, fucking K-Pasol away. I'm like, what's the Monte Carlo, Carlo, what's, Jesus fucking Christ, you stuttering, muttering prick, fucking, that's all, folks. What's in the Monte Carlo combo or supreme or special, whatever the fucking sandwich is called? He goes, um, uh, and then he turns to his buddy, the Monte Carlo special. Does, I mean, listen, I'm so sorry to do this. You're you're interacting with the fucking populace. You're taking orders. I, I again, I am so sorry to be this guy, but like, this is a basic question. You can't fucking answer it. What are we doing here? What are we doing here, guy? His buddy goes, "What do you need?" I'm like, <clears throat> "Jesus fucking Christ! What's in the fucking Monte Carlo special? What's in the fucking sandwich?" Uh, it's a um, mortadella, sopressata, a, a, a capicola, um, on a roll. I turn to Pat. Pat's like, beautiful. Great. We'll do that. We'll do a small size of that, and then we'll do a cheese pie. Okay. And then we're, we're at this cafeteria. He gives us a tray. At the end, at the end there's, a, there's a fucking cashier. Okay. This is an operation where you kind of would like a... Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on? Welcome. Is this your first time here? You. This is kind of a place where you need a, is this your first time here? You kind of need instructions. I would love to have been like, hey, so how does this work? Do I order with you? And then do you relay to the guy at the cash register what I got? Or do I tell him, do you give me the food first and then I go there? Do I sit down? How the fuck does this work, dude? What is the process? You know what I mean? 
he gives us nothing. And as you can tell, the fucking communication skills aren't top notch. So we're just standing there with our fucking dicks in our hand. And then we see the guy that we originally talked to who can't fucking speak English. He walk over and I see him make a sandwich that looks like ours. There's mortadella, there's soppressata, there's capricola, capagool. And then he puts on mayo and mustard. And me and Pat both look at each other. We're just like, one, he didn't tell us it was mayo and mustard. Two, this is not a fucking sandwich you put mayo and mustard on. I'm sorry. Roast beef, turkey, Swiss, American cheese. Great. Fucking mayo and mustard all day. I got nothing I got nothing bad to say about mayo and mustard. Okay? But an Italian sandwich? No. Olive oil. Vinegar. Roasted red peppers. Sun-dried tomatoes. Pesto. What the fuck are we doing with fucking mustard and mayo on an Italian sandwich? So you go, hey, Cheech. Is that our sandwich? Then he turns to his buddy. <clears throat> Guy comes over again. Sorry, what, what, what did you want? <clears throat> I'm like, Jesus fucking. Is that our sandwich? Uh, yeah. I'm like, hey, we're sorry. You didn't tell us there was mayo and mustard on that. We don't want that that sandwich. Like, we do that sandwich with no mayo, mustard, and add oil and vinegar. Oh, uh, you don't want the the mayo and the mustard? I'm like, no, no, no. Okay, uh, yeah, we'll do another one with the with the oil and the vinegar. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, by the way, how, how does this fucking work? What do you mean? I'm like, do I wait for the sandwich here and then tell the guy what I got and then we sit down and then we wait for the pie or do I just, oh, um, yeah, just tell him what you get, man. Just tell him what you get. I'm like, uh, okay. So he makes us a new sandwich. The guy gives it to us. He's like, what do you want for the sides? I'm like, I wasn't even fucking thinking sides. I don't want to be the guy that's sitting here with my fucking dick in my hand. And then when it gets to the sides, we're like, you know, scrambling. If you told me the sandwich came with sides, me and Pat would be fucking surveying, scanning the sides, knowing what side we want before he even fucking asked us. So quick glance, me and Pat are like, oh, uh, uh, pepperoncinis and uh, pasta salad. Okay. So we get the sides. We go to the guy at the catch register. I'm like, hey, do we tell you what you get? What we got? Yeah, what you get? I'm like, we got the fucking, you know, the Monte Carlo special with the two sides. We got a cheese pie. Okay. Gives us a number. We sit down. Me and Pat, we start eating the sandwich. I mean, listen, if you fuck up this sandwich, we got nothing to talk about. I mean, fucking up this sandwich is, is as basic as basic gets. Okay. If you fuck up this sandwich, it's like being an architect and, and not being able to draw a fucking straight line. It's There's no future. If you can't do this, it's cold cuts that are already fucking prepped on a fucking roll. I will say the roll was perfect. You know, they didn't make it. They bought it. It was a soft roll. Again, it's not really worth a fucking gold star, right? You got the bread right. Great. So we have the sandwich and it's fine. It's okay. So then the pie comes. And immediately me and Pat give us, immediately... The pie drops. Pat and I give us each other a look like, holy shit, this is bad. It it looked like a fucking... It, ah. well, there was a snack bar, a snack bar at Jero Field. This is a, the place where we played um, uh, Little League when I was a kid. And at the snack bar, there was this like pizza that they would buy frozen, they'd heat it up, and then you'd eat it. It tasted like dick, but I was 10 and hungry, and I just played a fucking baseball game. So I'd eat the pizza. I wouldn't give a fuck, right? This pizza comes out. It looks just like that pizza. 
the 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 dough ain't fucking fresh. It ain't just flour, salt, and water. I can bet my larger testicle on that. There's other additive shit in there. It definitely looks frozen. The cheese is just there's too much cheese. It's 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 a it's just fucking if a this is kind of a disgusting analogy or a disgusting example. If a fucking mouse was to walk on this pie, which might have actually happened, wasn't the cleanest place. If this mouse was to walk on this pizza, he would sink. Okay, this pizza could double as a fucking trap. There was so much goddamn cheese. It was disgusting. It was fucking ridiculous. I mean, how much fucking cheese do you guys need? What are we doing over here? So Pat and I are are eating this pizza, and I'm two bites in, and I'm fucking disgusted. And I'm hungry. I came here hungry. I had a half a sandwich. I'm still ready to fucking go. It's my cheat day. Let's go, baby. I'm not tracking calories. I don't give a fuck. I'm two bites in, and I am disgusted. And I eat two slices, maybe three, and they're small slices. And I go, Pat, I got to be honest, can't do it. He's like, really? I can't I can't do it. He goes, you know what? Honestly, I can't fucking do this either. And for Pat and I on a cheat day, us being Gavones, not being able to eat and finish this pie, that's fucking saying something. That is saying something. Okay? So we, we push the pie to the side, and we start talking. And this is mainly Pat, I will say. He developed a rating scale for pizza really really most food it's a 1 to 5 scale okay 5 is if you give it, if you give something a 5 it's go out of your way to get it it's worth the money right 5 is go out of go out of your way you got to get this thing oh you're in california you're staying in venice well you got to go to burbank and get this pizza that's a 5 a 4 is I highly recommend you should definitely do it. Get it. But if you're in the area, get it. It's very, very good. But if you're in the area, definitely get it. A three is um, someone someone recommends it and you're like, oh, yeah, sure, yeah, let's definitely do that. That's good. Or maybe you, you tell a buddy. N- nothing crazy, but like, oh, yeah, it's good. If, if someone brings it up, you go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't, you don't tell people about it, right? A two is you'd never buy it yourself. Okay, but if someone happens to get it and it's on the table in front of you, you'll eat it. But you never recommend it. You you you, ne- you never bring it up. Okay, if there's options, you're probably not choosing that. But again, if it's in front of you, it's there. You're hungry. Ah, you'll eat it. A one. Get this away from me. It's fucking disgusting. You make me sick. This thing should be destroyed and never seen again. This pizza for me. A fucking one. A one. Pizza. This pizza. How the fuck can you fuck up cheese, tomato sauce, and and bread? How how can you fuck this up so bad? It's a one. I wouldn't even eat it. Get it away from me. That's a one. It was a one. How do you... How is it a one? It's an Italian establishment. How are you giving me pizza that's a fucking one? And guess what? It was a fucking one for Pat too. And listen, I know it may seem like I'm a fucking food snob and all my I'm fucking highbrow, all this kind of shit. It's it was so repulsive. I, I can't even fucking begin to tell you. 
Later that night, Pat fucking got food poisoning. He was pissing and fucking puking. Pissing out of his ass, puking out of his mouth. Okay? And I didn't feel, like, bad at all, luckily. I think Marissa ate a few slices. Luckily, she didn't feel bad. But Pat was puking and shitting for fucking two days from this thing. Disgusting. So we finished that. We boxed the pizza up. We're like, all right, we'll take it to Marissa. Maybe she likes it or whatever the fuck. Maybe we're being snobs. And he's like, let's end on a high note. I personally had the pastries. Let's have the pastries, maybe some gelato. He gets the gelato. He gets an apple cinnamon gelato. It's fucking delicious, right? And he gets a limoncello cookie. And he gets uh, another cookie. I forget what other cookie he got. But it was good. I got, they were out of rainbow cookies, fuck. But I got um, a limoncello cookie and then like a, a wedding co- Oh, I got a wedding, uh, I got a limoncello cookie and I got the cookie with the almonds on it. And then I got this 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 fucking weird pastry I've never seen before in my life. It was like it was looked it it was a very very large cupcake shaped pastry, but it wasn't like you know frosting and, and cake. It was just like a, a just a the whole thing was just one big pastry, right? <clears throat> Almost looked like uh, how an empanada looks in terms of like it just being a, a pastry, but it was in a, it was large and in a shape of a of a cupcake kind of thing. But it was cold when I picked it up. I'm like, what the fuck is this thing? I bite into it. It's like a pound cake, but more moist inside. And the chew on this thing was fucking beautiful. It was like this like thick pastry, but then inside was a ball, like a, like a baseball-sized, moist, pound cake-like thing. It was fucking amazing. It was, and the limoncello cookie was great. The almond cookie was great. It was delicious. And then I go back there last weekend because Zoe just started Sopranos. And I'm like, you know what? I can go for some fucking pastries and a cup of coffee right now. So we drive to Burbank. I show her the place. They had um, they had uh, rainbow cookies. I get four rainbow cookies <clears throat> and this pistachio ricotta cheesecake. Oh, fuck, dude. And then this like this um, the the two shell cookies with frosting inside and dipped in chocolate. That was fine. It was okay. Rainbow cookies, fucking top notch. And then this ricotta pistachio cheesecake. Fuck me and my little ass. It was so good. It was like a cloud, a cloud. It was it was insane. It wasn't your traditional cheesecake where it's like dense. It was airy, fluffy. I wanted to fucking buy two dozen and stuff them in my fucking pillowcase and sleep on it. That's how soft and light and fluffy it was. It was sensational. So... Food review, Monte Carlo, don't you dare go to the fucking restaurant. Only buy the pastries, the pre-jarred and poured stuff, and the cold cuts, Everything else, and the gelato. Everything else can go fuck itself. Well, that's the episode, guys. Thank you for listening, as always. You know I love it. I appreciate you. Um, I'm sure it'll be an interesting trip to Cancun with all the fucking bullshit we do and the, uh, the flights and stuff, so I'll give you a full report next episode. All right, 47 minutes. Not bad. Uh, But listen, I will uh, see you guys next week. I love you, and uh, bye.